Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. That's fucking burn days. Burn days. Burn days we didn't get a break. Well, 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 get a drink. Well, good evening and welcome to another edition of the Rope Report podcast in association with Sunderland Community Street Kitchen. I'm Bomber. Uh, joining me is Malk, and we have just witnessed, if there ever is a good nil-nil, this probably isn't it in terms of uh, in terms of the points that we need on the board. But Malk, it wasn't that bad a performance. What are your overall thoughts, having literally just come off from the the final whistle? Agreed, mate. Another one of them where we did everything but score. Really, you know, some positive play. It looked like we should have been the home side. They were clearly hoping to just squeeze a point out of it and maybe hit us on the break. Performance-wise, apart from the odd couple of players who, who I think we should potentially um, started with different personnel, I, th- I thought it was a good performance. The trade-off of that is we're running out of games and we're dropping points. So a good performance without winning isn't really enough as the games get lesser and lesser. We've still got a handful left, but yeah, that's the biggest concern really. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think that's been my the point that I've been trying to make for the last few weeks. It's, it's about points on the board, not necessarily performances you know I'd, I'd have taken us playing terribly and coming away with a 1-0 win than than what we actually ended up seeing albeit it was quite quite pleasing um I'd say it was probably our best performance that we've we've seen in weeks maybe maybe the Wigan game can compete with that but frustratingly unlike Wigan we had nothing to show for it and it's it's really it does really feel like two points dropped you mentioned about the starting lineup Mark so I'll just go into that so so basically the, the two players who effectively saved our season against Crew have been Rightly rewarded with with starts this week. So Dan Neal came in to replace uh, Jay Matete in midfield. And Jermaine Defoe made way for Patrick Roberts, uh, who played the role of coming in to support Ross Stewart. So both guys, I think, Mal, completely deserving of their starts and being recalled back into the into the starting lineups. But was it for the right people? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> having, having Matete on the bench when Evans is both starting and captain... I just don't understand it. I mean, I'm I'm not having a go unduly. You know, I had I know he had a couple of efforts today. Um, today was probably one of his better games. Um, but Dan Neil was getting bullied off the ball in the middle of the park, and Evans was doing nothing about it. You know, that was that was my biggest gripe today. There were a lot of opportunities that were created through the width and through the middle. Uh, that we that we did feed through the wide men and through Dan Neil. But I just don't understand why Evans continues to wear the armband and continues to start in the side. Um, you know, Matetti, since he came in from Fleetwood, I think it was, wasn't it? He's been an absolute revelation. Mm. How 
Alex Neal told Mateta he's being dropped when over those games most recently, even when we've been pretty mediocre, he's been pretty pretty bloody awesome. I, I don't know how that, that conversation yeah, will have went down. Um, so I think Evans has to be rested, shall we say. Apart from that, you know, I, I think I agreed with the situation. I'd like Jermaine to be a super sub and I'd like him to bloody well score um, rather than just being mm. some kind of you know, some kind of PR stunt signing, which I'm I'm getting more and more worried he is every week. But yeah, yeah, that that's the one big difference for me. The rest of the team deserve to start, and both you know Roberts and Neil had some good moments in the match that that showed that you know they really added some value. Yeah, definitely. It it was a strange when when I saw that Matete was on the bench because at first I was like, oh, maybe he's taking him out because of the yellow card situation. But then I also read that actually that's null and void now because uh, we've passed a certain point in the season. So so that isn't a worry. And then I thought maybe he's got a knock. But then I again thought, well, if he's got a knock, why on earth is he even on the bench? So yeah, it was a strange one. I mean, in the end, it wasn't really a game where we desperately needed Jay Matete. But, you know, when you want to win football matches, you play the best players that are available to you. And it stands to reason that that he he's effect, he's been our best player. There's no doubt about it. For the, for the last six weeks or so, he's he's been our best player. So it'll be interesting to see why he was um, he was left out today. Um, but that was the team that Alex Neil went with. Um, and like I said, it was it was pretty much our best performance under him. I, I would say, bar ten minutes uh, in the middle of the first half, you know, we dominated Lincoln pretty much start to finish. They couldn't really get out their half. You know, on a, on another day, we probably go going at half time a couple of goals up, Matt, wouldn't we? We would, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first half was some lovely football. You know, Roberts was, you know, really, really having a go at them and and very much turning them round. And um, you know, Gooch uh, had a had a decent start. I think. I think he he faded as the goal the game went through. Clark hit the outside of the post. He hit another lovely volley about half an hour in. Uh, that flashed past mm. the post. You could have had three keepers and they wouldn't have stopped it. It hit so hard. And, you know, it was crosses cleared. And, and the first half was very, very encouraging. But it even in the first half, it had that feeling where Lincoln were just there to try and get a point out of it. I know that they're flirting with the, the wrong end of the table. But playing at home, especially after the way that they played up with the stadium alight, and, you know, it's it's a little bit disappointing that they didn't at least have a bit of a pop. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the first, I was surprised first off was very, very encouraging. Yeah, because if you listen to Chris's preview, the guy who was who was previewing for Lincoln made the argument that, that Lincoln need these three points more than perhaps we did. And I don't know if it was just that we stopped them playing or they just weren't interested in playing. But, but like I said, we pretty much dominated that entire first half. And it was pretty much more of the same for the second half as well. We had chance after chance. I think Dan Neal had one that he blazed over the bar. Even Corey Evans was getting in on the action. You know, he mm. hit the post and, and with one or clipped the post and, and forced Jordan Wright into a, into a good save, the Lincoln keeper, with another. Jermaine Defoe found himself in a bit of space, turned his man, but just completely dragged his shot. It looked like he snatched it a little bit. Obviously a bit desperate to get that, that first goal back at the club. And yeah, it could have been so very, very different. But as it happens, it, it was a nil-nil and you know, Lincoln are going to be much more happy with that point than we are, aren't they? I think they're possibly going to be happy. I mean, let's be honest, although we had the lion's share of possession, we were way more creative. Um, you know, we 
hit the woodwork a couple of times. We forced an absolute miracle save out of their goalkeeper in the second half. How that header from mm. Stewart didn't go in, I have no idea. That was to be fair to the goalkeeper, that was a that was a top shelf save for a League One goalie. You know, just the same to be fair as Pato's that he managed to claw it at the other end late on, you know. Uh, we could easily could have lost that one nil, which I suppose is one of those situations that you have to be a little bit grateful for. But the the other thing that disappointed me was yet again another League One ref that didn't have a pair of balls. You know, we could have easily had a couple of penalties in that game. Ross Stewart, you know, he might have been in the Olympic judo final. You know, the way people were grabbing his strip and <laughs> throwing him over their shoulder onto the ground, and he gave absolutely nothing. Uh, I know again they were at home. I, I shouldn't. I don't think that should make any difference. There was way too many poor decisions and it was frustrating the players a little bit so yeah I mean with a combination of a lack of that clinical edge in the in the final third and in the box um, a bit of good goalkeeping uh, I thought their right back had a good game against um, young Jack Clark mm. you know he, he he tried to bamboozle him and get round him a few times and he was very strong and did well to be fair just take note of that Alex Neil, good right back at uh, Lincoln City for, for if we need one in the future. I, I think that's the guy who's on loan from Arsenal though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's a youngster on loan, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just one of them where good performance, but as we said at the start of the chat, good performances are starting to not be good enough unless we convert them into three points. And, you know, we're really lucky to still be in the playoffs. I just had a look at the table before we came on air and we're still in sixth. One of the two teams below us has got a game in hand, but they're a point behind. It's any one of three teams from us and the two teams below us now. I think that's Sheffield Wednesday and um, we're going to get that final playoff berth if everything stays more or less how it is at the moment. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was a disappointing end result, but that referee really wound me up. I'm just I'm just fed up with League One referees. Really am. Mm. Yeah. It was. Um, it, I think that I think I counted three penalty shouts: two for for Ross Stewart, one for Patrick Roberts. I think Roberts's one was probably a bit soft. I thought he could probably stay up, and I was a bit frustrated that he didn't, because it looked like he got already got the wrong side of or the the right side from his point of view from the man. But the two ones for Ross Stewart, I think at least one of those needs to be given, and it seems to always be him. Any of the penalties that we've had, I can't remember. There probably has been a couple, but I can't remember Ross Stewart being brought down in the box and being awarded a penalty. All I can think of when I try and remember back is penalties that he should have had that hasn't been given. So I don't know what the, you know, the referee, League One referee's agenda is against Ross Stewart, but it, it, he doesn't seem to be given anything in and around the box, really. Um, and it is frustrating. I think it was poor from the referee, but, you know, it's what we've come to expect now, really. You know, decent refereeing performances seem... Um, seem few and far between, don't they? Yeah, I agree, I agree. I suppose the only other thing to touch on in the second half is the substitutions. Mm-hmm. We brought on Defoe and Dejaku on about 74 minutes for Dan Neal and Young Clark. I don't think Dejaku yeah. did anything. And, yeah. um, you know, Defoe had a couple of sniffs, but we've got to be putting him in a place where he can just do the job. And we were talking off air before, and I think we both believe... You know, that one where um, Defoe snapped it across the goal, he just pulled it a bit and he's he's not striking the ball as well as he used to, probably with a, a lack of kind of match practice and stuff like that. So I, I think the substitutions could have been done earlier and I've no idea why the final substitution was Doyle coming on for Gooch. I mean, you know, if you're going to do that, 
do it earlier in the game so at least you can change the formation and have something more effective from it because it, it gave him five minutes yeah you know yeah I, th- I think it was formation wise and tactical but like you're saying it five minutes before the end is a little bit too little too late so yeah it was a bit of a strange one to bring him on so th- there we have it i mean we, we, we sound a bit doom and gloomy because it's a nil nil draw and it seems like two points dropped but i'd, I'd want to kind of there's a couple of things I want to finish on, which are positive, because there were some very, very positive performances out there today. Patrick Roberts being the obvious one, his attacking prowess and his drive with the ball and, and cutting inside caused endless amounts of problems for, for Lincoln. I think he, him and I would also say Dennis Serkin, to be fair. I think Patrick Roberts will take the praise for you know for what praise you can get from a nil-nil draw, but Patrick Roberts will, will take that praise and take those headlines, so to speak. But Dennis Serkin, I thought, was absolutely fantastic for 90 minutes today. Couldn't fault him at all. Considering the position he was playing in, he was good going forward. He gave us options. You know, all this kind of stuff that you want to see from him, playing as a fullback or, or a wingback, and he was doing it from left centre half. So yeah, Roberts and Serkin for me, head and shoulders above everybody else. Is there anybody else you think I've missed there, Malk? No, I agree. I think Serkin... Um, definitely deserves an honourable mention. I suppose the only other person I would touch upon would be Patterson. He mm-hmm. saved our arses with that save from that kind of six-yard out header that he somehow managed to claw out from under the bar and then somebody hoofed it clear, thankfully, because it just had a written shitty 1-0 all over it, you know, as we started to approach that last five or ten minutes. Yeah. And it, and it's very easy when you've had nothing to do for pretty much the whole match, goalkeeping-wise, just to switch off and and end up with an issue. So he, he did really well with that point-blank save. Mm. The rest of the team, I, th- I think it was a good grafting performance across the park. Alex Neal said in the Unfiltered podcast from the from the club website that he doesn't care what the performances look like, we just want the three points. But that was the mm. other way around. As we saw at Charlton, the performance was good, but we didn't get the three points. So something's got to be done to yeah. fix that, or we're going to run out of games and drift down to 7th, 8th. But a good performance mm. all round and some very strong performances from a few of the lads, so we should have some positivity, I agree. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a strange one, isn't it? Like We put in good performances, get nothing from it, and we put out crap and seem to get the wins. I'm with you, and I think, and I'm with Alex Neal, that for these remaining games, it doesn't really matter how we perform. We just need the points on the board. For me, I've said it a number of times, I'll care about how we play football once we're back in the championship. Until then, just by hook or by crook, do get something three points on get the board rid. and get us out of yeah. this bloody league. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. So yeah, so we'll we'll leave that there for the boys to fully digest and review a bit later on this weekend or early next week. But from me and from Mount, we'll speak to you all again soon. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Well, I'm a golden idol, no, well, I'm a hidden, I'm certain all, and always I am on my way. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.